We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now we're talking about the creative power of God and how this power can work in your everyday life and how you can put it to work for you. Just stop and ask yourself this question, do I really want all the negative things that I confess and speak from day to day? (laughs) When you go to thinking about it, some of the things that we say. And the devil programmed our language to say these things because it'll cause you to not have any faith in your faith if you talk all the negative things. You see, creative power is by speaking faith-filled words. Now, when you're speaking words that God has spoken in faith, the promises of God, of course, you're speaking God's word after him. Therefore, you're speaking a word that's filled with faith. Now, if you speak that word over and over, that faith will get inside you. In fact, I like to say it this way. That God's Word is filled with faith, because if it wasn't filled with faith, you couldn't get any faith by speaking God's Word. Or you couldn't get any faith by hearing God's Word. It's like a bucket. Somebody said, I'm going to pick up the bucket and pour water out of it. Well, if there's water in it, you can, but if there's no water in it, you're not going to pour any water out of it. So if there's no faith in the Word of God, you can't get any faith by hearing it. But faith is in God's Word. God's Word is filled with faith. Now, the promises of God that God has given us, they're promises. That means if you do certain things, they'll come to pass in your life. But now, see, that's future tense if we haven't entered into it. But now, those promises are filled with the faith of God. Now, the faith of God is the divine energy of God. Now, you need to get this. I want to say that again. God's faith is His divine energy. And God's Word is so filled with the divine energy of God that there's enough divine energy in every promise in the New Covenant to cause the manifestation of it in the life of every believer on the face of the earth and still be as much faith in it as it was when it started. It is self-energizing, self-reproducing power, the divine energy of God. It's capable of causing the manifestation of the promise of God in your life and the life of everyone that will believe it and confess it. But now you see people say, well, this is just, they've called it the occult, they've called it the prosperity cult. Well, I can say one thing about it. It's much better than a poverty cult. (laughs) No, it's not a cult. It is the word of the living God. Now, you see, there's a lot of dear people, bless their confused hearts, that think if you say anything other than what's already in manifestation in your life, then you'd just be lying. Well, now, if you were to go around only confessing what is in manifestation, you would never enter into the promises of God. And some of those dear people will never enter into God's provision that he's made for them. If they could just understand that that's the way they entered into salvation is by confessing something that was not in reality before it came. They stood there and said, I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. When they said that, the devil was the Lord of their life. But because they spoke it in faith, 
and honored God's word because God said, if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in thy heart, God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. They believed that word and they acted on it. And because they believed it and acted on it, then they spoke it into existence. Now you can believe, you can believe with your heart and be born again. I understand that. But if you want to get into deliverance, preservation, healing, and all the other provisions that are provided there, we must begin to speak what God said about it. You will never enter into God's provision by denying or confessing opposite or speaking contrary to what God says. You'll never get anything from God talking against what He said. So we really don't want all the negative things that we've said in life. You know, the devil has us to, if you don't watch, he's got your conversation going all kinds of ways. Well, it'll tickle me to death. Laugh to thought I'd die. <laughs> Just dying to go, going to die if I don't. <laughs> well, now, see, you know why the devil has programmed our language that way? To keep you from releasing faith in your words. See, if you're saying that, you better not be releasing faith in your words. You're not going to die because you said, tickle me to death. You're not going to have all the bad things that you confess just because you said it once. But if you continue to proclaim those things and decree the things the devil has said, faith cometh by hearing. See, the reason they don't come to pass when you say them is because you don't believe them. And they just don't come to pass that quick. The devil's got enough sense to know that if somebody stood up and said, Woo, that tickles me to death, and they fell over dead. And about four or five people said, boy, I just dying to go and they fell over dead. Somebody would say, you know, what they said might have had something to do with this. But by the time they've set that in motion and it comes to pass somewhere down the road 20 years from now, nobody ever thought anything they said had anything to do with it. Because it doesn't happen just because you say it. It happens because you say it till you get to believe in it. And then faith is a substance of things. So if we are to ever enter into the provision God made in His Word, we're going to have to believe His Word and we're going to have to confess what His Word says. The Bible says that we can bind. He said, I give you the keys. Jesus said in the 16th chapter of Matthew, verse 19, I give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. And one translation says... Whatever you have authority to bind is what's already bound out of heaven. Now stop and ask yourself, what's bound out of heaven? Is any sickness up there? Is any disease up there? Is any poverty up there? Then that's bound out of heaven, isn't it? Then in essence, Jesus is saying we have authority to bind it here off the earth. Now not off the whole earth, but off the part you're walking on. If you get developed in it. Now, that doesn't mean that you're just going to say, well, I bind everything and it'll just all go away. No, but you take what God's Word said and begin to come against and resist the devil and his sickness. I've heard people say, well, you know, I believe I'm going to be so sick I can't go to church. And I got to church and looked, and sure enough, they wasn't there. They believed for it. They confessed it. They decreed it, and it came to pass. I was in the barbershop getting my hairstyle, and there was a... <laughs> Well, what are you laughing about? Now, I know I've got a different stylist than Phil Dristle, but <laughs> this guy come in coughing and sneezing, and he said, <coughs> he said, I've been, 
trying to take the flu for three weeks. Now, dear Lord, if he's been trying to take it that long, he ought to have it. Anybody that's been three weeks trying to take the flu, you know there's something wrong upstairs. If he'd have spent two days resisting the devil and taking healing, he'd have been in good shape. Now, you realize how the devil has programmed us. You see, we're going to have to learn to think different. Tickle me to death. That's unscriptural. The Bible says a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. If it does, then it tickle me to life. Anybody in here taking medicine to die? What if the doctor filled your prescription and wrote on the bottle, take three of these a day until they kill you? <laughs> you throw that thing just as far as you could throw it. Why, who in his right mind would take three a day until they killed him? So laughter, if it doeth good like a medicine, thank God it tickled me to life, and I laughed till I knew I'd live forever. <laughs> now that's scriptural talk, see. But you see, you say, tickle me to death, and nobody laughs. They don't even think it's a joke. I was in a little restaurant there in Coy, Arkansas. I was eating a hamburger one day, and this lady came in, and she said, How's so-and-so doing? She had her foot operation. Well, said she's just doing fine. Says she got her foot operated on and said she just don't have any pain at all. She's just tickled to death. And she went on talking and said, oh yeah, she's just tickled to death. And they said that about five times. I'm sitting there thinking, I wonder what they'd say if I said, isn't that a shame? She got her foot healed and now she's dead. Well, it have said, of course, what in the world are you talking about? They had no idea what they had said. Now, I don't mean that you're going to die because you said tickle me to death. But what I'm pointing out to you and stressing a point is this, that the devil has programmed our language to keep us from believing what we say will come to pass. And that's the way it does it. Gets you to talk doubt, fear, and unbelief, and all the things that are negative. See, if you believed all those things to come to pass, you wouldn't say them. You need to learn to release faith in every word. Now, that's why that many of you, when it comes time to speak the word of faith over a situation, there's no power there, there's no faith there, is because we've talked doubt, fear, and sickness, disease, and tickle me to death, and isn't that a big dog when it's a little bitty chihuahua, until you got your spirit confused, it will not release any faith in anything that you say. Whew, wasn't it cold today when it was 99 degrees? Did you release faith in that? See, you can't just decide, I'm going to turn this thing on and off when I want to. So I'm just going to talk all this foolishness about the cat and the dog. Ooh, isn't that a big dog when it's a little bitty one? Boy, isn't that a wild cat when the thing just lays there and sleeps all day? See, perverse speech. Speaking the opposite of what you mean. You know what it does? It destroys your ability to release faith in your words. God bless you. We appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. We've been talking about God's creative power. God's Word is His creative power. It's available to you to use today concerning the promises of God. What God has spoken is just as powerful as it was the day that He spoke it, the day that He inspired the writers to write it, and the promises of God belong to you. In Hebrews, the 10th chapter, verse 23 says, Let us hold fast to our profession of faith. Now, the word profession here 
is translated in other places, confession. So let us hold fast to our confession of faith without wavering, for he is faithful that is promised. Hold fast to it. Now, why would you want to hold fast to your confession? So you don't lose it. So you don't let it slip from you. Now, if there was no possibility of losing your confession of faith, then why would there be any need to hold fast to it? In other words, you need to be reminded of what you believe based on the authority of the Word of God, and it comes more profoundly when you hear it coming out of your mouth. Why confession works. It's four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling, total of $34. In these, we share with you about six reasons why confession works. First of all, it sets the law of faith in motion. The law of faith is set in motion, Jesus says, by whosoever shall say, believe, doubt not in his heart, believe what he's saying will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now you understand that's based on the authority of the Word of God, not just saying something that you pulled out of the air somewhere, but based on the authority of the Word. This is the way you set the law of faith in motion. So when you're confessing the Word of God, you're setting the law of faith in motion. That's offer number 7413, four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling, total of $34. It's entitled, Why Confession Works. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Kapp reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.